Hello, welcome to a very special episode of the Shellheads podcast. Uh, I'm here with co-host Jeff. Hello. Uh, he he's here as as always. I can't I can't get rid of him. Yeah. Well, you kind of wrote me into this, so that's true. That's true. It's all it's all my fault. Yeah. Uh, and this is not a regularly scheduled episode of uh, of Shellheads. Uh, we have one of those coming up probably next week. I don't know exactly when this is going to drop, but uh, what we have today uh, is a very special interview uh, with Sophie Campbell. Uh, those of you who have been reading the the IDW comic books uh, and are caught up on things know that she is taking over or has taken over again. I don't know when I'm going to drop this. Uh, <laughs> the IDW main comic, starting with uh, book 101. Uh, we're recording this just so everyone will have context. We're recording this before 100 drops. So as a reader, I don't know what happens. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I don't want to you know, oh, yeah. talk about <laughs> it as if you've read it. Yeah. Yeah. That comes out. I, let's see again for context. It comes out next week. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be reading that. Uh, and we're probably going to be talking about that on reality breach, but that's a different story for a different day. Let's get to our special guest. And you just heard her talk. It's Sophie Campbell. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. We are very, very excited. Uh, I've been giddy all week. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I guess to, to, to put this in context, context for you, I've been reading the book since day one. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Jeff is new, is, is new to the IDW book. Yeah, I kind of got out of comics at the wrong time. <laughs> Just when is, when they... Like, what issue did you jump on? Uh, well, I, I started at the, uh, we recently had, um, was it what, one or two podcasts ago? Well, yeah, a few podcasts ago, we finally tackled, started you know, the, 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 the reading order. Yeah, so. for, for the IDW one. And um, I was just, I was all in. So I think with the first, how many issues? It's... We covered the first eight and the first mi- four micros. Yeah. So, so Sophie did the, the Leo micro. Yeah. Which oh, I've got a long, I've got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, let's, let's go ahead and get started and, and find out what, who is Sophie Campbell and how did, she, and how did she get into the, the, the world of, of writing and, and drawing Ninja Turtles? Um, well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll start like when I got into turtles and I was little, um, that was like, I don't know, uh, you know, like 1989 or something. So like, uh, the car, you know, the original cartoon was running at that point and everything. Um, and the old toys, but I never, I didn't really get super into turtles until a friend of mine had, the old uh, Palladium uh, tabletop RPG, Ninja Turtles, wow. and Other Ooh. Strangeness. That's and, a deep cut. I, I have that yeah. book. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's cool. So that was what, like, really got me into it. Like, I think, like, I was more into, like, the toys at the time. Like, I was never a big, like, TV kid. So, mm-hmm. like, even though the show was going, like, I just never... Like, like, really got into it, like, regularly. Like, I could never figure out, like, when it was on or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so once I saw this this Palladium book with, like, you know, all that old, like, Eastman and Laird art, I was just like, whoa, like, like what turtles are these? Like, yeah, this is yeah. completely different. 
And so I was really into that. And then that led me to the Mirage comics. And, um, you know, back then it was kind of, you were kind of like at the mercy of like your comic shops, like long boxes or whatever to like what issues you could get. Um, but like, that's what really got me into it. And I'm I'm, going to stop you there and just say that's impressive. It's very, very impressive because you're legit the first person I've met that got into Ninja Turtles through those tabletop books. Yeah, I love them. I have, um, I have my, I still have my old copy from when I was a kid signed by Kevin. Uh, Cool. And I have like one of the, uh, the original printings when it has all like the crazy, like insanity tables and rules and stuff that they removed because it was so offensive. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so this is really funny. But um yeah, so like that's what really got me into it. And um like I was kind of like I don't know, like I think I was like the only fourth grader who was kind of like a like a Ninja Turtles like purist or whatever. You know, like <laughs> like I was like this little kid like doing the the red masks and everything. Um so but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so you know, so I've been a fan like ever since, and I think the the first like pro turtles thing I did was uh, back when Mirage was was still publishing the turtles, and I did I did like I did like a few covers for them, and I did like some like I don't know if you guys ever read like uh, Tales of the TMNT, the kind of like companion book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the first page of every issue would be kind of like a standalone piece by like a different artist than that's right because right, the they're character. like i'm raphael and then they tell a story and right. then like, let me tell you a story like that there you go yeah and so i did a couple of those um and that you know that was really awesome and then wow. i was slated to do like a full issue but it didn't happen because that was right before uh peter laird sold the property to viacom Oh wow! You know, oh, so wow. the whole thing was like, psh, you know, was gone. I was just like, well, oh, that hurts. It was like, well, what now? Like, when am I gonna? You know, I guess that's it. Because like, you know, I didn't know if there was ever going to be another Turtles comic at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then and this is actually like, um, I still, I still get like emails about this. Like every so often, was uh, Dark Horse was slated to get the license for turtles comics back in like god was it like 2010 2009 that sounds about right it, yeah. it would have had to have been right after the buyout which was I think, yeah was nine, i think so. it i think it was the end of 2010 and so i was just like i'm gonna like spearhead like this you know turtles reboot or whatever with dark horse and so you know like i was all you know psyched about that and then that fell through because because IDW got the license. And so, you know, I was Strike like, two. Uh, yeah, right? And I was just like, what the hell? And then, and like, I didn't really know, uh, like, you know, I didn't know IDW back then. And I didn't know, like, who was at the publisher. I didn't know who to bug, you know, to, like, get a job or whatever. And right, right. And and at this point, were, like, had you worked professionally in comics or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had been doing comics since like 2002 or something. 
Okay, so you you're established at this point. Yeah, it's you know kind of like an indie creator or whatever at that point. Cool. Um, I'm curious as to what uh, some of the the uh, the comics that you worked on at that time. Yeah, what did I do? I had done I had done a you know some books of my own series, Wet Moon, which is at Oni Press, um, and I got nominated for an Eisner for the seventh book uh, this year. Ooh, um, hey. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Eisner nominated Sophie Campbell was on our <laughs> podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did, I have this book called Shadow Eyes, which is another like um, like indie thing, which is unfinished at the moment. Um, and I did, what did I do? Uh, the Glory reboot, the Rob Liefeld character. I did that in was that 2011, 2012. Something like that. Yeah, so I did that. Um, and that was like 12 issues. And I did um, Gem and the Holograms. I guess that, that that was kind of after I started doing Turtles, though. That And that was with IDW, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, I remember that that, that kind of spun up as the, the new movie spun up. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like 2015. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so, man, this is kind of like a side story, but, like, so what (laughs) happened with the Dark Horse thing, like, uh, I, you know, it had fallen through, like, or whatever, and I made a big stink about it on Twitter. I was like, you know, I didn't, like, I was like, you know, like, that's my, that's my book, IDW, that's, you know, that's my turtle's book, or whatever, something like that. Some, you know, very unprofessional thing. Um, But so, like, for a couple of years before that, this was back in the live journal days. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, I do. Yeah. But so, like, I used to do daily sketches on my live journal, and I was doing a bunch of turtles doodles in the, you know, like I would post every day. And I had started posting them on Tumblr or something. And I had I kind of like casually mentioned that there there was this dark horse thing that fell through, so that sucked. And it got picked up by like Newsarama or something, you know, like news outlets or whatever. And they took a bunch of those daily sketches I had done, along with a couple of covers from Mirage, and they were like, here's concept art for the Dark Horse Turtles. Oh, and wow. it this, like, cool. Yeah, it became this, like, huge mess. I had to do, like, damage control. And like I was saying before, I still get emails about this every so often. Somebody's just like, what happened with that Dark Horse Turtles stuff? You know, I'm just like, <laughs> that's not what happened. Um, and, like, you know, Dark Hor- the Dark Horse people, they got, like, really mad at me. Um, I can imagine. Yeah, because you know, like, it's not really you. That yeah. they should be mad at who wrote the story. And they, yeah, I know. Like, how come the Newsarama people didn't get reprimanded or whatever? Because um, like, and then like other outlets like picked up their story because like they didn't do any research, you know, on like you know public like putting up Mirage art saying it was like unpublished concept art and blah blah blah. But anyway, so that's the. Um, you know, I, I'm still having to set the record straight, like all these years later, like That's 10 amazing. years later. Yeah. I will no longer be following Newsarama for it. <laughs> <now. laughs> 
<laughs> Those wounds are deep. Yeah. No, no. Shame on them. But, um... So, ultimately, you do end up working yeah, with, with, with like, IDW and the Turtles. Yeah, like, the following year, I did the, um, the Leo Micro. I think. I think it was the following year. Something like that. That, that sounds right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I... I'm sure you haven't listened to the episode we did, but we were very complimentary <laughs> of specifically that book. Uh, it, it's it's one it's one of the best looking books of of the, the early IDW run. Thanks, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was that was really um, actually I had, that was kind of a nightmare working on that issue, but um, mm. I just like you know it was like my first thing. And the series was still, like, new, so, like, people were still kind of figuring it out, and, like, there was, like, you know, like, notes all over the place that I had to change stuff and do this and that. And, you know, the deadline was really hard because I was, like, working on Glory at the time, so I had to kind of, like, juggle this, juggle the two things. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, but that, yeah, that was kind of a nightmare. Like, I think back on that issue, I'm just like, man, that was rough. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just a stressful, a stressful issue. So it's nice to, it's nice to hear that you guys liked it. Oh yeah. 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 And, and, and of course I've, I've been, I've, who wrote that? That's right. That he, cause he wrote all, all of those early micros, yeah. uh, how in the, in, in the process of, 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 I guess, writing and, and, and drawing all of these, like, how close do you work with the, you know, the, the rest of the IDW, IDW team? Because you said you, you got notes to, you know, change stuff here and there. But when you're the writer writer, do you have more like freedom to kind of just take it where you want it to go or? Um, it depends. It, it's gotten much more. Um, there's we, we have like way more leeway now than we did in the early days. Because I think, like, you know, like, everybody knows what the series is supposed to be. We, like, you know, we know what the tone is and how things are going to go. But, like, in the early days, it was, like, like I remember I did a couple of pitches, you know, mm-hmm. that I was going to write also. And, you know, they would just get, like, demolished. When, <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, we're, like, we're not sure if we want to do this. And, you know, we can't do that yet. And, the, it, you know, it would just, like, just dissipate entirely. Um Wow. But, and like, like, you know, I'm not trying to throw it like, you know, throw anybody under the bus or whatever, but. Well, no, no, I, I completely understand. Cause, cause but the, at this point with all of the side books and all of the, you know, everything is kind of building on one story. It, it's, it's kind of be a, it's kind of got to be a finely oiled machine yeah. for, it to, for it to work on a month to month to month basis. So I completely understand. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of it was like, like my fault because, you know, I feel like, like I was like a, like a bit of a diva back then. And, you know, cause it's like, it, you know, like every fan or whatever, like whether it's turtles or otherwise, it's like every fan has like their own ideas and vision about what the characters are supposed to be or what they should be or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I went I, I went in like with my own kind of like fan vision where it's like, okay, like this is what the turtles are supposed to be. And there's a place for that, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you have to 
you have to like realize that there's like other people working on the books and you can't just do whatever you want. And sometimes the stuff that you want to do is stupid. So like, there's a reason that, you know, somebody asks you to change it because it's dumb um, or it looks stupid or whatever. Um, and yeah, just, you know, I like, like one thing, one thing, my editor, Bobby, I can't remember if he like told it to me specifically or if it was like in some interview or something, but like one, one advice thing that he said was to not sweat the small stuff. And I think at the time, way back then, I definitely sweated the small stuff. And, you know, if I could like go back and tell my old, my past self, be like, hey, you know, this doesn't really matter that much. Like, you know, if, you know, the turtles look this certain way or something, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah. So, like I was saying, there's definitely more leeway nowadays, and like you know, especially because like I've, I you know, I like to think I've proven myself a little bit, so I get you know, I get some, um, some wiggle room. Cool. Oh, but yeah, your mm -hmm. questions. So yeah, um, like working closely with the rest of the team. Okay. Um, I work pretty. You know, I work very close with Bobby. He's like involved in everything. Um, and that's uh, Kerno. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the editor. Um, yes. And when I when I would do uh, issues with other writers, I would work pretty close with them because I like to get my fingers in the scripts and stuff. Um, you know, like like Brian Lynch and I would come up with stuff together. Um, you know, same with Tom. Like he would like listen to my ideas and stuff. Um, and oh, Eric Burnham and I like kind of co-plotted or whatever Karai's path um so yeah oh, that, 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 that was that was a good that was a good <laughs> one as well oh thanks yeah so it, it it's pretty close i think you know okay okay uh now, now i'm just gonna just go back to complimenting you so sit back <laughs> um right jeff hasn't gotten to this 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 run of books yet um but it's the the, the northampton run in I, what is it, the teens or the 20s? Of, well, of, of, that was 20, 29, 29, 30, 30, 29 to 32. So, yes, yes. I absolutely love how those books look. <laughs> Thanks. And one of my favorite things about them is the teenagers look, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles look like teenagers. Yeah, definitely. And And that's something that I see in your artwork a lot. Everyone has drawn the turtles. Everyone, you know, from Peter Laird to to Todd, Todd McFarlane has drawn the turtles. You know, Jack Kirby even drew Michelangelo. There you go. Like everyone has, everyone has had their turn, and there's always a variation of: Are they going to draw them as a child? Are they going to draw them as a teenager? Or are they, they muscle bound? You know, Hulk looking things. Right. And personally, of course, art is ultimately subjective. Personally. I really, really like when they're drawn their age. And and is that a conscious decision on your part or or is it just how you, you know, picture them in your head? Um, I think it's both. Like I think um I think like like any of my characters, like regardless, they tend to have a kind of like youthfulness to them. Um but some of it, yeah, some of it's definitely conscious because like um, I don't know. I, I like it. I like when the turtles don't look like superheroes, I guess. 
Um, and it's funny you say that because I am. I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I am on very strong opinion that the turtles are not superheroes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not. Yeah, like we could debate that forever, I guess. But <laughs> Michelangelo tries to be, and it depends on the it depends on the incarnation. You know, if you're looking at the cartoon versus the old comics, blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, because like I feel like you know, there's an opportunity there for them to not look like superheroes. You know, and there's you know, and there's an opportunity there to have like i don't know like i guess there's i guess there's a, a lot of like you know y- younger teenage characters these days but um i think there's an opportunity there to have the turtles look younger and you know it's in the title um it, it's yeah it's literally in the title <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i think it, it just it just gives it gives it kind of like a different uh, a different facet or something because like I don't know because like when you like when you think of ninjas you know like you think of like shadow warriors or whatever and like that's kind of like this obvious route to go yeah. and yeah. you know there's a lot of turtle stuff I love where they're gritty shadow warriors or whatever but they're not always that you know they're not always like these um like scary white eyed teeth gritting monsters or whatever. And they have this, sometimes they just like playing video games. Right. Yeah. They have this whole other like facet or whatever where they're just kind of, you know, like where you remember that they're children or young adults, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. So like, I think, I think like, um currently I, I feel like I draw the turtles like a little older, like I've been drawing them with like more muscle and stuff, but mm-hmm. um I think I definitely have that kind of like youthfulness in there. And um yeah, sometimes sometimes I debate like should I lean into it or should I kind of make them kind of like harder? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I imagine the the story you're trying to tell has a lot to do with it. Because because t- take the the Northampton story specifically, they're in a very vulnerable spot. Yeah. So it would make sense to draw, you know, to kind of lean into these are still children. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. you know, they're trying to recover and recuperate, and things are bad, and they don't really know what they're supposed to do at that point. Um, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. And I think uh, I haven't looked at that art in a while. So like, I'm, like I don't know what I'm going to think if I like went back and flipped through it. <laughs> it's, it, it has been a while. Um, so 101 comes out in January. Yes, January. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm, I'm always out of the loop. Yes. Like I just found out it came out in January like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, and it, of course, it's th- this is not news. Uh, this is I guess it would technically be a spoiler if you're not completely caught up. But Jenica is now a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. The fifth Ninja Turtle uh, kind of showed up in the story very much su- by surprise. It's not like they had really telegraphed any kind of fifth turtle coming uh, in- until it happened. Yeah. You are really in charge of the first full-on arc that is 
five Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm not trying to say say oh, did you have you know pressure, but how like how does it feel? Like what what do do you feel like an extra responsibility to the Jenica character? Um. Yeah, I kind of. I feel like, cause like, um, like it's uh, like it's easy, you know. Like the turtles, they're not, they're not like X Men or something where you can like have like a rotating roster and like add, you know, like here's some new mutants and they're cool and like. You know, you can't really do that with the turtles and like. Yeah, I would say this is kind of the closest that you can really get to that. Yeah. And like, you know, it's easy to make another character who is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Like, you know, like in name or whatever. But it's like, like the character, like, you know, the. Going going back to like Venus from Next Mutation, the '90s show. Oh yeah, where they tried the female turtle. It's like, you know, it's like the idea. Like I like the idea, but it's like you can't. Like the problem with with Venus was like, what's her, um, like what's her like de- descriptor or whatever, you know, like even in. You know, like the turtles, they're different. Their personalities are kind of a little different in each version, you know? Mm-hmm. But like regardless, it's like, you know, Leo is like the studious leader turtle. And, you know, like Michelangelo is like the, you know, he's like the fun, funny turtle. You know, Raph is the angry one, Donatello is the smart one, you know, and so forth. But like Venus isn't she wasn't anything. She was like the girl, which is yeah. like not not a personality trait. Right, right. I, I completely like, agree. Yeah, so it's like, like if you add another turtle, it's like they have to, in, in my opinion anyway, um, I mean, like you can add, you know, new Ninja Turtles like all day long and still say they're part of the team, but like, um, yeah, like I just, I feel like they have to fit. They have to fit like in the dynamic with the other four and they have to have like a descriptor, you know, like, you yeah. know, Jenica is the blank turtle. Like, what is she? What's she going to be? And so, like, I've been thinking like a ton about like that sort of stuff. And um, which is something I, I had kind of experience with already with in my Turtles fan comic, which has a, f- a fifth female turtle in it, Artemisia. And it's like, you know. Yeah, and that's, that's a great that's, name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because like, like you know, in my fan comic, like she's been there since day one. So like, you know, she's going to get named after, you know, like an Italian artist. Also, um, <laughs> you know, like, not like Venus, who was just like named after like an object, I guess. <laughs> Venus that, de Mar- that, Yeah, that yeah. that that whole <laughs> that whole show was was quite a mess. Yeah, it had some problems. <laughs> Uh, our our episode surrounding the first half, um, you can really tell it took <laughs> some of my soul. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. There's like I feel like I kind of have like like strong feelings about that show. Um, I haven't seen every episode, but I feel like there's a lot of good ideas in there. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there was one episode where, where, um, Mikey has this like pirate radio station or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has this like Jeep that he drives around in. And he has this like pirate radio station that he's the host of, which is like a really cool idea. That's great. Um, you know, like she's not wrong. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. Straight up steals the turtle Humvee and is yeah. like, Hey, I you think know, this yeah. is like him being on the air. It's like, you know, people listening, they don't know that he's a mutant turtle. Right. So, you know, he can say anything he wants. He can like connect with people and people can call in and they can talk to each other and stuff. And, you know, I just think that's really cool. And there was another one where, he set up like a it's like a costume party fundraiser for like animal rights or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I remember Which that episode. <laughs> I also feel like is a great idea. Like if you know the turtles like you know if like they want to interact with like other people, like what's the best way to do it? Like up a costume party. I could, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I yeah, it's and it's the ninjas. way to go. It's like they're it's, hiding in plain sight. It's like the ultimate, like form of ninjutsu, right? So like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. There's a lot of things I think are great in that show, but um, oh, in the, in the episode where they find Shredder and he's like homeless or something, and they like take <laughs> him into the lair and like nurse him back to health. <laughs> like that's great that's a great idea we've gotten to that one yet. we haven't so 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 you did you you name you name dropped your 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 fan book oh right <laughs> i guess I, I like completely derailed like the jenica question no um, no no you, I, I think you wrote the jenica question all the way to work to the conclusion which is so do you think that your your work on your fan book like encouraged like the decision to 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 I, I don't know give you the reins. Um. Oh, like encouraged, like the decision on the publisher side. You mean or maybe I I, I don't know. I, I I just I just think it's it's is serendipitous the right word? Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe <laughs> where where you were writing a book already with five Ninja Turtles, yeah. and as soon as there's five Ninja Turtles, we're like, oh well, let's let her write this book. I don't know. I mean. I think, I mean, my editor, like, he's he's aware of it. Like, he knows, you know, that I have this fan comic. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't know what the decision was, really. I guess I could ask him. I think it's just because I'm good. And, like, <laughs> well, you there are. You go. I've been there working you go. Let's on, go with that. I've been Let's working on Turtles for a long time. Um, you know, I'm reliable, which I think is a huge thing. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah, and you know, like I, I, I've kind of lobbied for to introduce like Venus or whatever in the past, and I think Bobby and Tom just kind of like knew that you know, like I wanted to do something like that with like a girl turtle and figure out how it would work. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm then I'm going to take credit for that and say absolutely. That's what <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That sounds good. Well, Jeff, do you have any questions? Um. Yes. Uh, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, good question. Um, I kind of, I kind of go between. 
I kind of go between Leo and Raph. Um, and I kind of lean, I kind of lean toward Leo as I get older. Really? Yeah. What, um, I'm curious as to, um, why is that? I think like, like I was into, I really liked Leo when I was a kid, but back then, if you said Leo was your favorite turtle, people made fun of you because Leo was like, like the square boring one. That's exactly what we said on our Leonardo episode. Like Leonardo is the boring turtle. And so I feel like, I feel like I was kind of driven into hiding or something (laughs) by that. And then, then I'd be like, yeah, Raph's my favorite. Yeah. You know, which was like, except like socially acceptable to say that. Um, but like I like I like Leo because I feel like he I feel like he has like a really appealing like uh range of emotion and like what he's quote unquote allowed to show, like as far as like what he's feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. I feel like he's because you know, like like Raph is always like the angry one or whatever, right? And I feel like Leo is like also kind of the angry one in a way. It just comes out in a different way and kind of like a less obvious way, which is like more fun to write. Um, I can understand that. The the other three turtles can easily turn themselves into caricatures. Yeah, definitely. And Leo does not quite fit into that and i guess that that may be the reason he, he can be seen as you know the square bland one right yeah and yeah uh, like i don't know i guess and i guess like when he is boring and square when he's like tries to get everybody to do things by the book or whatever and then like nobody does it you know yeah. <laughs> the feeling too where because like he tries to be the leader but either he sucks or nobody listens to him yeah um, which is very heavy in the uh, Nickelodeon uh, CGI series. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, where that he's just a lot. like, he's not like a failure, but you know, he's no. like a kid or whatever. And yeah. people, you know, the rest of the turtles, they're they're teenagers, so of course they don't want to listen to him. You know, because um, they're brothers, right? They yeah, all, and they're yeah. brothers. They yeah. All disagree. <laughs> and I like that. Um, I like when a character has like kind of like a nature and a demeanor. And I feel like Leo has this strong demeanor where, you know, he kind of puts up a front to like conceal how he really is on the inside or something. And I like dealing with that where, you know, he feels like, an obligation to be like the stoic, the stoic leader kind of character, but he's like not really that on the inside. So it's like there's this kind of like push, you know, tug of war between like those two aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the aspect that, that he's like just that. like a teenager who, you know, maybe if left to his own devices, he wouldn't be a ninja clan leader. He would just do something else. But he's like kind of put into this role. Um, and like, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just like, when I think about like, um, 
when I think about like sitting down and like, okay, I'm going to write like a turtle story. Like, I feel like I have so many ideas for Leo compared to the other turtles. And like, that's kind of like what, what informs like me, like, you know, him being my favorite more and more as I get older. Mm. Well, that's, that's a really compelling argument for Leonardo. So yeah, I don't think anybody could debate that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, and it's subjective. Like, you know, he does, he's not the best turtle. So yeah. Everybody used him in the video game though, because of the reach. That's true. That's true. Him and Donatello. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Donatello is the most useful turtle. Yeah. Like, Without a doubt, the most useful, but that's a different, completely different discussion. Although yeah, semantics, one strike, one strike against Leo being my favorite is that his weapons are the hardest to draw. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I didn't take that into consideration at all. Um, I didn't, are, are Katana hard to draw? I don't know. For me, anyway, I don't know. There's something about like when I draw them, it's just like, okay, the blade has to be like right in the center of the, the, Tetsuban or what the what the hell is that part of the sword called? The, like the hilt. Yeah, it's like like you know it has to be. What the hell is a Tetsuban? Did I just make that up? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a it sounds like a, a I'm awesome gonna, I'm, gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it real quick. <laughs> Tetsuban, right? The Tetsuban. What is what's a oh a Tetsuban is a Japanese uh, tea kettle. What am I thinking of? What's oh that wow! Part of the sword? I thought it was a cool motorcycle. <laughs> I'm just like blowing on like tur- my my ninja cred here. Oh no! It's fine. I don't know. Were you it's thinking about so- tea today? I'm just like, oh the suka. It's see, it was like kind of similar. That's the suka is the hilt. You you like you just have to make sure before <laughs> like before this episode's released, you have to draw <laughs> a picture of Leonardo holding a tetsuban. Oh, I should yes. Or I an should. upcoming issue, and and then it will all make sense. Oh, Full circle. Perfect. Or hitting a foot soldier with a tea kettle. That was embarrassing. Um, Not at all. <laughs> like, you know, having the blade be in the, right in the center. Like, it all has to be centered when you draw, like, the katana. Mm-hmm. Like, and the way I draw his katanas, I draw them, like, with a slight curve. Mm-hmm. Like, realistic katanas, you know, instead of, like, the straight, which, like, some versions have, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But... You know, and just getting that curve just right is difficult. Um, and I find, I find like figuring out how his swords like fit on his back difficult, you know, and like at different kind angles of big. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Kind of hard to do. And they're metal. So then I'm like, oh, I got to do like reflections on the blade, which is a pain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think the easiest ones to draw for me are the nunchucks. Um, yes. Yeah. Hmm. You, you know, like you can kind of fudge it a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the bow staff is easy too, but it's long. So then you have to take perspective into account. But it, the nunchucks are small enough that you can fudge the perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. All, the, all of this goes into it. Like when you're when I'm drawing, I'm just like, oh, look, I drew a nunchuck. <laughs> but I don't take any of that in consideration. I guess wow. that's why I don't do this professionally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, a, that's another aspect of drawing turtles. I just have just like normal general questions about just like, you know, your your joy of turtles and like getting into it. 
you know, like, you know, like your favorite pizza topping or, <laughs> you know, I, maybe it's because I'm a little hungry. Um, yeah, I want some pizza now. You know, um, or, you know, did you enjoy, you know, of the, I count, let's just go to the first four like live action films or the, the first three live action films. Do you have a favorite? Uh, um, yeah, the first one, definitely. Oh, yeah. I kind of saw that one. Yeah, easy, easy answer. <laughs> yeah, it's a very easy answer. I also really love the second one for different reasons. As did I. Which is, uh, my fan comic is an adaptation of the second live action movie. Ooh. Because, like, I just had all these ideas about it. But uh, my favorite Ninja Turtles movie. I think I have an idea. This is going to be a very unpopular opinion. Oh. Is the 2016 movie. Whoa. Ooh, I thought you were going to say TMNT, well, the 2007, because no, of that Leo uh, Raph fight. The, uh, see, the, the 2016 one, that was the first one. The first. No, that's the, the, the second Platinum is the sequel. Okay. That's a, that's, oh, that's a much better movie. I did not, I did not like the first one. And you shouldn't, because it's bad. But that yeah, second one is solid. That second one is very, yeah, very. I went, I went into the second one being like, like I think I was, I can't remember if I was like live tweeting it because I used to live tweet movies a lot and I would like go into them getting, you know, like getting ready to like make fun of them and stuff. And I went into it and I was just like, you know, it's just completely 180 on it. Um, you know, it's got some dumb stuff like April dressing up in the schoolgirl outfit in the beginning. It's stupid, yeah. but Bebop and Rocksteady are wonderful in that they're movie. They're great, and it's it's the only Turtles movie where all four turtles get the same amount of focus and attention. Like um, the nineteen ninety movie, it's like a Raph movie, right? right? Like Donatello, like ha- has like two lines of dialogue in that movie or something, and 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 he's the only one who's. <laughs> Who's voiced by an actual movie star. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, and then the second one is kind of a Raph and Donatello movie. And like, you know, like Leonardo is kind of like incidental almost in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um you know, yeah, and and, and uh, TMNT in the two thousand seven one, like like Don and Mike are just like like jokes in that movie. They don't do anything. But anyway, right. so this yeah, so the 2016 when they all get you know same amount of attention, and they all get to experience different emotions. Like Mikey isn't always just like the funny one. Like there's a part where he's sad. There's a part where he's angry. Um, you know, there's a part where he's like confused or whatever. Like he gets to be other things, and there's a part you know Raph gets to be angry, but there's also parts where Raph gets to be funny, and there's a part. Where, you know, he gets to be, like, vulnerable or whatever. And there's just, like, yeah, it's just, like, like er- like everything is just all, you know, giving them, like, equal uh, focus, which I really like. Yeah, um, and, and you're right. That's going to be a very unpopular opinion because after, <laughs> that, after that first Platinum Dunes movie, most of the fan base just kind of abandoned. Yeah, it's that, true. That, that entire iteration, yeah. so. Yeah, and, and it's they, very- they should have just started with the second one. Like, I think that's fine for like a first movie. You don't really need all that 
backstory stuff and because we know it. Yeah, right. Yeah, Back, it's, 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 it's the classic, kid, how do we kill Uncle Ben again? Yeah, it's like, no, no, I can't take it again. Yeah, so, no. like, we, we don't need another origin <laughs> yeah, story. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you just need kind of like maybe a little like montage during the opening credits or something. I think, yeah, like like every like every reboot is going to be somebody's first Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Like True. Um, like even the Platinum Dunes Turtles. Like you know, the fan base at large or whatever has kind of like rejected that that movie. But you know, like if you go looking, you'll find like young artists drawing those turtles, and those are their turtles. Um, yeah, yeah, and 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 to to bring this full circle, like not only every movie, every comic book, and every right. side iteration, like you got it, you really got into it playing tabletop RPGs. <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, that in and of itself is an anomaly. So, yeah. And, you know, like, same goes for every show. You know, like, I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of fans on on uh, the current cartoon. Um, Jeff. Hey, come on. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm not the target audience for that show, and that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, there are a lot of people and like you know kids and younger people you know who are just like whoa like what's this like what are you know the ninja turtles what you know and that's that's their thing and i think that's like i don't know what the next reboot's gonna be like maybe it'll be terrible but i i thought i heard that the show was getting canceled oh yeah somebody was saying that like i'm not 100 percent the sources it's getting the ratings aren't doing very good. Nicktoons. I don't know what Nicktoons is, but apparently it's where show so shows go to die. Yeah. Right. They, they they put it. It comes on on I think Fridays on the secondary Nickelodeon channel. Yeah. At okay. nights. Yeah. yeah. And it's a kids show that comes on at like nine p.m. Yeah. or eight p.m. Uh, or something. Okay. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, let's see. I think I have one more question before we wrap this up. Uh. In 09, when Nickelodeon bought all the Ninja Turtles, you know, the, 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 any, I guess, Turtles purists were kind of worried. They're very worried. Yeah. You know, what, what, what is this giant corporation Viacom going to do with our beloved Turtles? Uh, <laughs> and between the IDW comic and the, 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 the television output that we've had, I really think that we've gotten outside of that first Platinum Dunes movie, we've gotten best case scenario for the most part. Yeah. Uh, when creating specifically for the IDW comic is, and and if if you don't want to go into too many too much detail, I completely get it. Um, what what kind of oversight do they have? Is it is it a very aggressive oversight, or is it just like a, a yes, like a a checkbox, yes or no? We like this or we don't. Um, we have like we have an editor, like a I'm not sure if she's I think she's like I don't like freelance i think like i don't think she's actually like i don't know how the hierarchy goes but anyway we have this editor joan who's great and she is kind of like um like nickelodeon's like avatar or something okay so like she you know she signs off on stuff but she's she's like the lorax she speaks for the the nickelodeon yeah totally but like you know, she also—it's not—it's not like she's just like this like automaton that comes in and like checks a box, you know. Like 
like she she's still an editor like in her own right and you know she she like used to work at like vertigo and stuff um but it's like you know like nickelodeon i guess they you know that they trust her and but you know we never have to deal with like you know like uh, the powers that be so to speak you know there's like i've never had an experience where you know like some viacom ceo like comes into the email thread or something i've never had that happen um <laughs> i guess maybe bobby deals with that i, I don't know yeah um, yeah and, there's, and, not a, there's not a ton of oversight at least like at this point um yeah yeah. Well, I imagine, I imagine if you if 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 y'all were trying to do some really radical things with the characters, yeah. ah, radical, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they would probably you know have more to say. But it, it's it's that's always been kind of a fear of the fan base that you know the corporate overlords were driving the entire machine, and it's good to hear that literally the person in charge of the book right now, the person writing and drawing the book, is saying no. Yeah, actually, like, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, because, like, you know, um, like, after the, the Jenica stuff happened, and, um, yeah, like, like, especially after the Jenica stuff, you know, like, I saw, I saw a lot of fans who were, like, you know, they have these, like, kind of, like, deep state Byzantine kind of theories about, like, what happens behind the scenes and like you know like oh well there's like you know there's like jenica focus groups like hidden down in like a bunker kind of stuff or whatever you know so, like, so do the jenica focus groups have like are they catered or what, what can you tell us about those <laughs> they were catered i would be there <laughs> um yeah it, 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 it seems like there's just this kind of like um and like obviously, like I don't expect people to like understand how everything works behind the scenes. Like I don't know what goes on at like movie studios, for example. Um, but I think it's I think that stuff. It's just like it's much less. Um, it's like much less conspiratorial than uh, some of the fans make it out to be. Um, you know, like uh, like a lot of the stuff is just like. Uh, you know, like there is a there is a thing, uh, like Tom Waltz. He released like like over the summer. He released like the email exchange that he and I had, like when I was designing Jenica and before we had like pitched you know pitched her inclusion and gotten it all greenlit and everything. And right. some people were just like, "Oh, like this is fake. Like somebody like concocted this." fake email exchange like who who would go who would go out of the way to do that though no it's and it's like i'm sure like maybe that stuff does happen like if there's like a ton of money on the line or something but like i don't yeah like i just like i probably wrote those emails like you know like all wearing pajamas or something like before i went to bed one night you know like there's there's like a super chill mode yeah, there's no like big, you know, like machination or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. I just, you know, like all the all, all the stuff that like I I personally do 
on turtles and uh, you know that 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 includes jenna guy like even though tom you know like wrote her in and everything it's like it's all just like what what i want to have fun with or whatever like that's the extent of it and i'm not thinking about like okay like how can you know like well if i introduce you know mona lisa again then you know we can sell Mona Lisa toys and then, you know, get this, get this like legislation passed in Washington and further further this agenda. And so it's like, it's not like that at all. It's just like, you know, it'd be fun to reintroduce Mona Lisa. Like, you know, she's kind of a fun character, you know, (laughs) that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all for the love of the story. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like I don't, like yeah, you know, I need the money for this job. Like I'm, you know, that's I'm not saying that doesn't hurt, but yeah, like I'm still like like you know personally excited about it, and like I'm invested on like a personal emotional level. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when people talk like that, like it's fine, you know, it comes with the job. But like I'm just like, oh man, like what do they think this is? Like you know, I don't I don't know. I'm not. Like the old, you know, like like another thing that I see is like, oh, they're pandering. They're pandering to like whatever audience or something. And all I have to say to that is like the only person that that I'm pandering to is me. And like, you know, because you like I don't know what people are gonna say. And you know, my main motivation for like most of the stuff is just like, man, it would be cool if there was a girl turtle with claws. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I think... care about the characters, and uh, I don't know. I could rant about this forever. No, I mean I totally get it. I, I think because there's so many different mediums out there, like you know, film and you know, TV shows, and they, you know, there's all this stuff that's going on that I don't want to get into, but you know what I'm talking about. But you're purely doing it for the love of 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 the of the series and stuff that you would like to see yeah yeah and that's i think that at the end of the day it's all that we we really need and and I, I, i'm i'm not going to try to make you speak for the rest of the idw crew or anyone who has worked on the book so far but that's really what it's felt like since book 1 uh, it, it, it's it's felt like a collection of people who are passionate about the characters they're writing for and telling stories that if if you if you feel like there's an agenda, it's just because of the passion that they you know have for the writing they're doing. It's yeah. not because they're actually pushing one. Yeah, or if they are pushing one, like I don't think that's necessarily bad, depending on what the agenda is. Because like, Agreed. it's yeah, not yeah. like you know, like even old Mirage stuff. Like, there's been politics and stuff like that, and you know, yeah, yeah, that's been there, you know, since you know the early days. Like, that's part of Turtles. Um, it's it's and, part of comics. Yeah, it's part of comics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and oh. um, and just like yeah, like ta- like uh, speaking of like the excitement thing, like I don't think I've ever met like a writer who is like as pumped as Tom Waltz is about like what he's doing and, and turtles and stuff. Like you know, like like God, he's written like. 
a hundred something issues or whatever. Like, how would it blow my brains out by this point? <laughs> but like, he's he's still like fired up about it, and you know, he still has like so much energy and like goodwill. He hasn't been like ground down by Ninja Turtles at all. Um, wow, that that makes me feel so good. Yeah, yeah. He's pumped up, he's jazzed <laughs> about it. You know, everyone's had a job where they're just like, ugh. I'm, t- I'm done with this. Yeah. And and yeah. <laughs> and when I read it month to month, I don't. I I I, I just it, it makes me every, happy every time I read it. And that th- that can't be said with you know all other turtles comics. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I I very much look forward to 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 what you bring to the table. I'm gonna say this month because I'll let's just say this is January. Can we collectively okay. agree that it's January yeah, right now? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah. I have to get caught up big time. <laughs> uh, Sophie, <laughs> thank you so much for lending us your time. I know I know you're very busy. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Uh, and uh, again, we look we look very much forward to uh, 101 dropping any day now. Uh, and I guess that's it, Jeff. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my copy for sure. Awesome. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it back and then, you know, catch up and read it. <laughs> uh, and well, I guess that's that's the end of the episode. Uh, for Sophie Campbell, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. Yeah. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.